for dinner. This is Jeff. And Kelly. Disney Channel Original Movie Month Week 2 <laughs> brings us a movie um, somehow more ridiculous than Disney Channel Original <laughs> Movie Week 1, uh, which, if you recall, was a movie about a boy turning into a mermaid. Yep. Somehow, the ante has been upped uh, for this uh, this interstellar episode yeah. of Popcorn for Dinner. Uh, boy, do we have a lot to talk about. This childhood staple for I me. have so many notes. <laughs> I have a wall of text. I have so few. Uh, it's Because there's just like, like, oh yeah, oh yeah, and then this happened, and then this happened. It was just, <laughs> I, I have some notes that are just one word descriptions of like the events that were occurring just so I could remember the order of what happened. <laughs> right. Because otherwise I know what the hell is going on. Right. <laughs> um, that's how much, that's how well I know this movie. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I will say uh, for this sake, like the, the movie last week kind of meandered so much and it kind of didn't have a very like compelling plot, <laughs> so to speak. Mm -hmm. uh, and this movie has a much more straightforward kind of vibe yep. of like, there's a bad thing happening and our hero will save the day kind of thing. Like there's a very specific yep. sort of plot to uh, unfold, you know, like right. that, that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, so it at least has that over <laughs> the 13th year. Uh, the movie that we are talking about for this week is the 1999 comedy adventure Disney Channel original movie, <laughs> Xenon Girl of the 21st Century. Yes. <laughs> zoom, zoom, zoom. Oh, my good <laughs> Lord in heaven. Uh, I, I <laughs> this uh, was, ooh, yeah. this was tough to get through. I will tell you that. Uh, <laughs> not in terms of, uh, I don't even want to necessarily say like, in terms of quality, because it's like overall, I feel like uh, everything was pretty much as good as you could kind of hope for, mm -hmm. uh, especially in terms of like actors and whatnot, like yeah. uh, Kirsten Storms, who plays Xenon. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like it does as as well as she can yeah. with the, uh, the, <laughs> the movie <laughs> at hand. Mm -hmm. um, and then so, obviously Raven Simone is Raven Simone. Yeah, I mean, her, that's... The, it I was, love her. She's she so was, adorable. She was legit. She was legit. Um and a bunch of other people that you know nobody nobody knows or remembers who they are. Uh, um, excuse you. Oh, <laughs> who do you? Who the, do you? The remember? the one kid went on to be Ephraim on Everwood. He, okay. The, Good for him. Who? Greg. Yes. Okay, that's funny. I didn't even <laughs> look in to see like what else he might have done, but okay. Uh, but regardless, though, really. The only person that anybody remembers from this anymore would be Raven Simone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> totally. So this movie, as described by IMDb, an inquisitive teenager pries into suspected dodgy dealings on her space station home and ends up being sent down to Earth. Um, sort of. That's not exactly the sequence of events. Right. Like it and sort of is, it, but at the same, it, it also it, doesn't, uh, it, it doesn't like over a lot. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't uh, talk at all about it being set in 2049. Mm -mm. Uh, there's no talk of the rock band. There's no, yeah. <laughs> there's lots of stuff that's sort of, it, yeah, that's a very like sort of bare bones descriptor yeah. of this movie. Um, it's the set in 2049 thing <laughs> where I feel like, <laughs> like, okay, there's no other way to do it. You know what I mean? Like, you can't set it in current day. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, with that space station up in space where everybody lives at. Like, oh, wait, no. Yeah, that has to be sort of a future thing. Yeah. Um, I guess just where the movie stumbles for me <laughs> is in its depiction of how people are on that space station those space station people are infuriating to listen to <laughs> and like yeah. it's who boy All the, i i have so many questions about like what they like what that society is like if they did any sort of thought into like what like <laughs> the, the the implications of certain things you know what i mean because like 
she is a 13 year old girl, mm-hmm. Xenon, growing up on this space station, this never named space station, which infuriated me. It's just it's just the Wyndham Space Station. I know. I just I was hoping it had a name. I wanted a name. You know what I mean? Like give it some sort of like hopeful sounding science name like the rising sun or, you know, some yeah. sort of thing. But it's just like Space Station or Space, space Station Home. Like that's that's all it is. It's just it, it seemed weird to me that it never got a name. <laughs> um, but she lives on this thing. She's lived there since she was five. Mm-hmm. Her parents who are scientists, because that's what the whole thing is. It's basically mm-hmm. a big science deal yep. where they're doing experiments <laughs> and there's doctors and people and lab rats and all that shit and whatever. And so like she's living there. Mm-hmm. They have their own like culture. Yep. It's so weird to me (laughs) like they mention at some point early on they mention that the space station is 27 years old Uh so it's like okay it's not brand new it's not like everyone who's on there just came from earth you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. there's all these kids there's a possibility that some of those kids were just born up there and lived there the entire time unlike xenon who did live there briefly Mm -hmm. um so like it's long enough that you would assume that people would have like ways that they do things or it's like, yeah, it's a little different up here because mm-hmm. we're in space and we do these things in space. <laughs> I could not get over their lingo and and like just a yeah. slang yeah. and the way that they spoke. It was like it started and it seemed like it was going to just be this little thing. <laughs> You know, oh, at, the, no. at the top where it was like, yeah, see, they kind of have silly, you know, they say stellar <laughs> a lot. They call things gaseous. Mm-hmm. Bad things are apparently inky. Yep. Like, I, and there's there's that phrase that they say throughout the whole movie that I don't know what it is. Zetus Lapidus? Yes. What the fuck is that? Like, like Jesus how, Christ. Oh, well, I, I understand <laughs> what it, like, took the place of. But it's like, okay, so what? Is this, like, a super science uh, space station so there's like no religion up here so have they like scrubbed that from what they teach the kids so there's no there's not even a jesus christ for them to reference I you guess. know what i mean i i don't know so she's on the spaceship she's a, a bit of a troublemaker mm-hmm. uh and the rock band sort of <laughs> <laughs> like I, when Quote I first started, yeah, I started writing it as boy band because of the pictures that they showed at the beginning. I was like, oh Fair. yeah, that they just they look like a boy band, and a bunch of teen girls love them. So yeah, this is probably like a boy band. This this <laughs> movie universe's most popular boy band or whatever. Uh, so when they showed up with guitars later, and then also didn't play them, it was like, okay, so yeah, I guess you are just a boy band, like yeah. acting like rock stars, but are clearly just. A bunch of singers who dance around like idiots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but they are going to come up to the space station yes. and play a concert for the weird space people. <laughs> uh, and she's obviously very excited about that. And she's going to try to uh, win the contest to go on stage with Protozoa, the lead singer, mm-hmm. and dance during the concert and all that kind of shit. There's a bit later because she obviously wins that contest. <laughs> like, of course. The movie is called Xenon. Uh, it was the fact that she wins and then it cuts to these two kids who look at each other and they're like, of course. And I was like, are they aware that they're in a movie called Xenon <laughs> Girl of the 21st Century? Like, why is it obvious that Xenon won? Does she just win everything? Like, is she the yeah. golden child of the space station? Because it seems more like she's the black sheep of the space station. That everyone's like, oh, you Xenon. But then <laughs> in that case, everyone's like, oh, yeah, because she's everyone's favorite. Like, she didn't seem like everyone's favorite. No. She seemed like a nuisance. Not Okay, so overall, she is not the golden child. But she is, like, the most creative of the bunch. Okay. And that's why it being, like, an open-ended creativity contest so it was like so it was more that she won that kind of contest yes not just that she's the winner yeah. because everyone loves her right kind of thing okay that makes a little more sense i was like how did what yeah. <laughs> like of course she won because the movie it's called yeah. that yeah like no uh, didn't you see her statue <laughs> like the one girl just like wrote an essay right i mean <laughs> I, I understand <laughs> she's she's uh she's special 
So the the Mr. Wyndham guy is going to come and check out the space station mm-hmm. to see if he should invest more money in it uh, to keep it going. Correct. Um, so since he's coming, everyone's like, oh, we got to look good. Can't let that Xenon screw things up like mm-hmm. she likely will. Yep. And she goes off on a uh, an unsanctioned spacewalk yep. to go watch some like... Solar flares. Solar flares, yeah. Some sort of fantastical space shit. Uh, <laughs> and it's Yeah, right. <laughs> and, you know, obviously that's like the gist of this sort of thing. Is like that's the character that she is, is the one who like mm-hmm. even after being told like, hey, everyone needs to kind of chill. And she's like, oh, yeah, totally. I'll do this thing real quick, though. Like not even understanding that. Like, yeah. no, this is exactly the thing that you're not supposed to be doing. Yeah. Like, right, right. But just real he's, quick, I'm going to pop out. He's not here yet. Yeah, right. I'll be yeah. good tomorrow. It'll totally work. <laughs> um, And she obviously gets caught. Of course. Uh, and I was like, I, I'm, I'm fine with that. Like, I'm not even, you know, I'm not even sitting there like, you fucking idiot could just <laughs> cut it out. Because obviously... Yeah, with how that's how the movie goes. She has to get in trouble and then get out of trouble and that kind of junk. Exactly. Um, it was more the fact that like it, I didn't I didn't like her at first because <laughs> of her like deflection. Like if she was a troublemaker and like a little rascal, but she owned it, that's different. Yeah. But the fact that the line uh, afterwards when she gets caught is I don't understand why I'm getting all of the blame. I <laughs> just wrote you don't. <laughs> I don't understand how that's possible. Like, literally every single one of your friends was like, you should not be doing this. We shouldn't be doing this, but you especially should not be doing the spacewalking part. Yeah. Like, we shouldn't be here. You shouldn't be doing this. (laughs) Every single one of them. So she gets caught and gets blamed for it. And it's like, what? Me? Like, yes, you, you dope. What are you? Like, come on. Like, she gets a little bit better at, like, sort of owning it. There was a good moment where... Uh, when things really go wrong, I, r- I wrote a note about like you have to wonder if it even crosses her mind that uh, that Raven Simone was right, and then later in the movie she admits it. She <laughs> says something along the lines of like, "Oh, Nebula was right about that," and I was like, "Ah, hey, look at that! Like, like some character growth, some like yeah. realization. Like that's actually that's what I'm looking for. Like a little bit of something. Jeez, man." Um, so Wyndham finally shows up and talks to Xenon, who is like laying it on super thick how awesome the space station is (laughs) to make sure that he doesn't, you know, shut it all down and send them all to Earth. Yeah. Uh, because that's that's another big thing is like she thinks Earth is like garbage. Yeah. And I wrote earlier into my notes, I was like, what is wrong with Earth in this future? Like, I thought they would be going down to something like horrible and it's like oh no it's just earth everything is just it's just completely normal like there's nothing wrong with it there's (laughs) no like (laughs) her mom overplayed the like yeah the like dangers and and horrors of it yeah definitely all of the like storms and you know tornadoes and earthquakes i mean even just to be fair it has to be terrifying especially when that one kid talks about how they've like never been sick They've never even uh, sneezed. Yeah, and that's like it's you know thinking of it that like deeply of just like oh my god and like <laughs> but I mean sure there's doctors on here and I'm sure they they clearly the you know the kids and the people they all look healthy so I'm sure they're getting you know what they need mm-hmm. but you have to wonder if there's just like a certain point where it's like we've done all we can do medically to make sure that your immune system is good but. It's never faced anything. Yeah. So, you know, like thinking of it like that, I was sort of expecting her to get very sick. Yeah. And then it's really just like she sneezes a few times. It's like, oh, that was just a setup for just a silly sneezing joke. Mm -hmm. I was going way deep on it. Like, (laughs) holy fuck, going to Earth might just kill her outright. Like, oh, my God. Um, No, but she lived there the first five years of her life. Right. So, no, yeah. I mean, that's you know, true. She, she did go through that. So when he's talking to her, he calls the band by the wrong name. Mm-hmm. And then, like, his, like, eye twitches. Yeah. Like, it was it, for a second, I was like, is he a robot? Is that what this is? Because <laughs> it seemed like he, like, glitched or something, but he's clearly not a robot through no, the rest of the movie. He is not a robot. Yeah. But it was just like that exact moment when he calls them microscope and then his eye, like, eh, and then whatever. And it was like, okay, well, he's evil. 
clearly, yeah. obviously, and she picks up on it, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then while she is rooting around in the trash for some stuff for her outfit yep. and whatnot, uh, isn't it what she's going to like wear for the, the concert or something? Is that mm-hmm. what she wants to do? Right. So she's rooting around in the trash and <laughs> and uh, notices uh, Wyndham's right-hand man, Lutz, trying to sneak on into the... Uh, the memory core or whatever mm-hmm. yeah, of the, the space station, the, the main memory mm-hmm. to do something nefarious, I'm sure, because it's late at night and whatever. Uh, and he discovers her because she is the <laughs> worst hider yeah. in the world and just seems to like have just so little control over her limbs that she she's is, constantly yes. knocking into things and making noises and falling out of stuff. She is very clumsy, yes. Incredibly clumsy. <laughs> Um, so she falls out of the vent and, and uh, uh, well, it was the chute, whatever. Recycling. Yeah. She falls out of the garbage can. Uh, and, uh, (laughs) they have a little scene where like, she's clearly suspicious of him because he's at the thing Mm -hmm. and he's making up something about like, Oh, I needed to look at some stock numbers and I figured the computers in here would work. And she's like, Oh, you can't go in there. Yeah. Let's go back to the normal place together because it's late and I'm a scared little girl and mm. so you have to bring me back to the place like playing a, playing a game with him yeah. obviously it works because that guy's a dope yeah. uh, but like there's a possibility in a real world with a real conspiracy that she never gets seen again you I know mean, what I mean <laughs> it's a space station though like I'm just, but it's Wyndham Space Station. So if he's got something that he's leaving on, I bet you Lutz could just stash her in there. This is true. This is true. Like, just she's very lucky that he's just very dumb mm-hmm. and easily manipulated and whatnot. <laughs> and that he, I guess that he's not a, like a complete psycho. Uh, yes. <laughs> I did write later on though. I was like, does Lutz only own absurd clothes? Yes. Like every single outfit is the loudest thing <laughs> I've ever seen. Like it's the kind of like they're they're clown suits essentially. Oh yeah. Truthfully. Yeah. Um <clears throat> and then, <laughs> then my next note I just wrote, I mean, he doesn't know that she's the lead character of a movie. Wyndham just winked at a child. I don't understand why he would do it other than to like confirm her suspicions. You know what I mean? Like it seems like if he thought that she was fucking with him earlier and that she like, cause you know, her face changes when he says the wrong band name. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you could probably tell like she doesn't have a good poker face and be like, Oh, she's okay. She kind of knows something's up. Yeah. Why would you further antagonize her into like looking into, you know what I mean? Like you're just, (laughs) Instead of putting the suspicions to bed or like trying to like, oh, just brush it under the rug. Like, oh, did I say microscope? Oh, silly me. I forgot. (laughs) Instead, he's like, yeah, I'm evil. Come and figure (laughs) it out. Like, it's uh, what are you doing, dude? Horrible (laughs) evil guy plan. Truthfully, overall, this evil guy plan is ludicrous. Yeah. It is the craziest, dumbest thing. Like, the, the explanation that they give does not cover it where it's like in the end insurance money yeah i mean there's just there's just so much to it like so obviously she's right he's sneaking around Mm -hmm. trying to do something evil she eventually spies on him and is like hiding in that secret room in the main memory room uh where she somehow makes a noise like she's sitting there perfectly silent and is watching him put information on that tiny little disc thing. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden there's just like a dong. And he's she, like, Oh, she was trying to lean in closer to see. And she like hit her donked? head. It was her head. Mm-hmm. Okay. It didn't look like it. It just seemed like she was sitting there and like, Oh, uh, like kind of looked. And then there's just like a doink. Like, did you ram your knee into it? You idiot. What are you doing? <laughs> like, I just didn't understand how she could have made a noise. No, in that she, scenario. Was, she was trying to like, tilt her head up sort of so that she could see okay and bumped it oh so clumsy um so he figures that she's or that someone's onto him and he kind of like hurries up and gets out of there but drops the the disc unbeknownst to him Mm -hmm. on the floor behind him and when she tries to leave the numbers that she had written on her hand have smeared so she tries to use the code it fails. Yes. The alarms go off. She gets caught. Big time trouble. 
here's the thing. Huge <laughs> like this time is trouble. the thing. And her parents are going to ground her, literally mm-hmm. send her down to earth. With Aunt Judy. Yes, well, I just kept writing Aunt Crazy because I forgot her name very shortly after introduction. <laughs> and one of my first notes was like, oh, I, I like this lady. Like there was something really sweet and endearing. Mm-hmm. And then she went crazy. Yeah. She goes off the deep end. She goes like Gail in Bob's Burgers crazy about yep. like being single <laughs> and all that. Like <laughs> there's a note near. I got to find the fucking words I wrote. She is immensely single. <laughs> Like just the, the dialogue and the way that she described herself and her life and all of that when she's talking mm-hmm. to, to Xenon. I was just like, holy shit. Yeah. When she first showed up, she just seemed like the kooky aunt. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, oh, there's a dark side here. <laughs> there's something very dark happening here with Aunt Judy. Um, <clears throat> so her parents are going to send her down to Earth. Uh, I thought it was ridiculous that she thought for a second that her aunt was going to come up and just watch her. Yeah. Like, how is that a grounding? What? Mm-hmm. Why can't you? What? <laughs> like, <laughs> do you think that she's going to come up and just be by your side 24-7? Like, is that how you think that works? Like, it was just so silly to me that she was like, why would she be coming up here? And they had to do the, like, she's not. So she gets sent down to Earth on Windham's, like, space ship thing whatever it is i wrote jet and then i was like oh wait no it's not a jet it's a shuttle it's space like it just dawned on me because it looks like a jet on the inside it just looks like a private jet oh yeah uh and i was like he just winked at her like earlier in the day i don't like that she's alone on his weird jet (laughs) like this has weird tones to it that i'm sure the movie never intended or or even thought of Mm -hmm. but it's very weird right now (laughs) (laughs) and something that i noticed really quick which i thought was great because we were talking about it recently but the lady that comes out and asks xenon if she's ready to go when it's like time to go and she's saying her goodbyes to Mm -hmm. her parents and to to nebula and all that that actress was clearly canadian because she comes out and she says a boat ready ma'am (laughs) <laughs> because I heard a boat, and then I thought she was starting to talk about a boat. And I was like, that's weird that they call them boats, but I guess you could. You know, like, thinking about it that way. And then it dawned on me. I was like, oh, no, she was saying about. She's just clearly Canadian. That's hilarious. I thought that was, I thought that was like, a treat. <laughs> I mean, you don't lose your accent when you go to space. I guess. I mean, unless you've been there for 27 years and you don't say Jesus Christ anymore. <laughs> I mean, you know, I like to think that there was just one person that said it and it caught on. And it's then just like just... a big giant space station inside joke. Yes. You'd think there'd, there'd be factions, though, and that like not everyone would say it because like she says it and it's like, OK. And her friends say it and it's like, OK. And then like adults say it like her mom and stuff. And I'm like, OK. And then during all the chaos towards the end of the movie, I was listening with headphones and I could clearly hear that there's like background actors who are going like, say it, it's Lepidus, as like things are exploding and shit. And I'm just like, oh my God, that's literally everyone's go-to like, holy shit yeah. is that ridiculous phrase. Uh, it's, it's absolutely absurd. Oh, that makes me love it even more. Um, so she gets the ride back down to earth with the bad guy Mm -hmm. and tells him, you don't fool me. Yeah. Like she's onto him and she wants him to know it for some reason. Like you'd think (laughs) that she would prefer the like cover of like, I'm just a precocious little kid. Mm -hmm. Don't mind me. And then like getting your secret shit done. But she's just full on like, I'm onto you, motherfucker. I'm coming for you. <laughs> um, and then Lutz sees that uh, that little disc that he dropped was found by Nebula, who fashioned it into an earring and gave it to Xenon. These fucking names. Sorry. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I was glad that she finally got down to Earth and that we were finally like sort of getting going. I was just uh, I, I thought it was absurd that it took 40 minutes to get there. I wrote, I wrote, we are 40 minutes into this movie and the fish has just barely left the water. Like, this is a fish out of water kind of movie. Like, that's yeah. the deal. It's like, I don't understand this kind of stuff on Earth. I'm from space. Uh, and so it's like, you want to get your fish out of that water. And then she goes and she meets up with, with Aunt, uh, Aunt 
Judy. 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 <laughs> I just and my first note about her, I just wrote, "Oh, her aunt seems nice." <laughs> like that very very pleasant and like, "Oh, hey, how you doing? Oh, you ready ready to go?" Haha, <laughs> like trying to make little jokes and like make her feel at home or whatever. Yeah. And I understand that obviously she's really pissed off about what has transpired that her parents have shunned her from her home and sent her to live with someone she kind of doesn't know. Yeah. Really. Uh, and live a, an entirely new life. Did you get off the shuttle? Did you have a nice trip down here from the space station? All right, time to go to school right now. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> like That's what it sort of seemed like it was. And then she has some eye contact with a boy mm -hmm. uh, who I did not know was named Greg. So I just kept writing like Dingus or Dorcas or whatever the <laughs> hell until I finally <laughs> learned his name. Uh, and she gets in a fight with that bitch Margie. <clears throat> and uh, she... Wants to leave, so she uses like more of that goddamn space lingo crap. I just kept writing down, or can we scrub this mission, please? Yeah. As she asked her aunt to leave, like, can't you just say, like, can we go? Yeah. Do you have to turn everything into space talk? <laughs> God damn it. It's so infuriating. I'd never be able to hang out with a girl like that. Like, I would be yeah, very prejudiced that's, that's against very obnoxious. Against space station people. It would be, it would not work out at all. Um, <clears throat> and then there's that really weird little scene outside her aunt's like apartment or, or house or whatever, mm -hmm. where they're looking at the flowers and she seems to not understand like things that have no purpose. You know what I mean? She's all like, feels yeah. like these flowers have no purpose. Like when we grow things, it's to do things. What do these flowers do? Like she seems upset that there's these like freeloading flowers on her aunt's property <laughs> that aren't doing anything or contributing. And her aunt's just like, it's just because they're pretty and you like to look at them and they're good for your soul. Yeah. She's you know, not it's so like much <laughs> angry as she is just confused i mean that seems like a wild thing to be confused by like again it's another case of the like do they have no earth media at all like have she never seen a tv show or a movie <laughs> or something where you know you know what i mean yeah. like people have flowers fucking everywhere if you have any indications of what earth culture is like at all yeah flowers are not crazy <laughs> they're the least <laughs> crazy thing in the world it's like oh it's a pretty flower it's just yeah. sitting over there like you understand the concept so it's like the fact that she is like seemingly it's like she's from another dimension yeah. not just up in fucking space or whatever <laughs> she's very weird about that kind of stuff mm -hmm. um and then <laughs> this is what i started writing aunt crazy is crazy yes. when she says you're my hero and i wrote she's your niece <laughs> like yeah. that you barely know yeah. this is weird like just like uh when she started that like that monologue about how much she like admired her i was legitimately confused like where could this possibly be going when she mentioned something about like I I wish you know it's like oh I'm not I'm not all that good at 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 talking to people or or meeting people or whatever like not like you mm -hmm. I was like the thirteen year old girl you're talking to that you barely know like what are you basing this on that you're like oh you're so much better Xenon girl you know like <laughs> what what do you know of her. To I mean, make this judgment that, like, I need to be way more like her. She is clearly a better person than me. <laughs> like, she's a teenager. A moody one at that, as far as you've seen. Yeah. Like, she is no different than any other random teenager. <laughs> and you're like, God, I wish I could be you. Like, Aunt Crazy <laughs> is crazy. Yeah. I'm just, yeah, that's yeah. that's what that is all about. There's no arguing that. <laughs> um, But I did think, like... You know, so sending her down to Earth, sending her to live with somebody that she barely knows, going to a new school, like all of that is incredibly harsh. Mm -hmm. um, even for like, you know, a, a thing where she is like sort of directly uh, accusing the guy who is supposed to be giving them money to save the space station. You know, like it's yeah. not even a case of like, oh, she just got in trouble because she broke a window or something it's yeah. like no 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 the guy who who like holds us all in his hand yeah she's fucking with him yeah so yeah i get that it's like a big deal so sending her down there all that shit really harsh but maybe not overly harsh mm -hmm. i did think cutting off her communication with her friends at home was overly cruel that is exceedingly i was like harsh. that is way over the line oh yeah and those parents should be like shamed for that that's a terrible thing to do yeah like she knows 
nobody. She barely knows the person she's living with. Yeah, and so she is just not allowed any communication with any of the people that she that she's known for basically her whole life. Yeah, like, except her parents. Yeah, that is way cruel mm-hmm. and uh, made me feel a lot more for her. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because like at a certain point, you're kind of like, okay, kid, you got in trouble because you're dumb. Yeah, like so, this was an option. Yeah, like you like, could have not gone this way. Uh, but then in the end, it was like, okay, but she is kind of getting like crushed for this. Yeah. So I do feel for that. Like, whoa, whoa. Hey, <laughs> let's be a little nicer to like the child. Yeah. Maybe a little bit. And then there's some goofy stuff of like the literal fish out of water stuff or mm-hmm. fish into water when she's <laughs> swimming or she's going to swim in swim class or whatever yeah. at school. Uh, and just the like. I didn't understand like what she thought was going to happen or what the deal was because she's all cocky Mm -hmm. about how like, oh, I've swam. Oh, I swam. Yeah, I swam in the fucking crazy space shit, like whatever the fuck it is, like seemingly trying to be cool and show off like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then Margie pushes her into the pool like a bitch, truthfully, but still pushes her into the pool and then she basically almost drowns Mm -hmm. until Gregory jumps in and pulls her out. And he's like, I thought you could swim. And she's like, yeah, in space. And it was like, you guys were lining up to jump in this pool. Yeah. This is the situation. Yeah, like (laughs) Like, you were getting your goggles on. Yeah, like you were bragging about how good you are at swimming before leaping into a pool. Yeah. Why would you then be like, I didn't mean swimming in water. (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) What do you think just happened here? Like, it was really kind of like mind boggling, like what she thought was going on. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't realize that everything is different on Earth than in space, apparently. Yeah, like, I guess. <laughs> um, I did think it was very silly that the science teacher wouldn't specify what kind of degrees mm-hmm. they're working with. Yeah, especially when you're working with, you know, chemicals and flames. Yeah, really. And like 13-year-olds. <laughs> yeah, exactly, that too. But also, like... Wouldn't you write that on your little, on the sheet that all the kids are getting for what they're Mm -hmm. doing? You know, like make sure that it's at this degrees. Yeah. You know, the right number of degrees in the correct format. Yeah. (laughs) Fahrenheit degrees. Also, Uh, fuck that teacher. Yeah. Science always uses Celsius. Yeah, that made no sense at all. It's like, it's not like the space station has to use Celsius and Earth has to use Fahrenheit. Yeah. Like you just use the one, I guess, that's more applicable. And science usually uses Celsius. Yeah. So dumb teacher. Very dumb. Very dumb. (laughs) We still use Fahrenheit down here. Like, Like, what? What You mean in the South? Yeah. Like, what sort of (laughs) stupid laws were passed in the, you know what I mean? Into that future. Yeah. Where it's like, you know what? We're actually standardizing the other way. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone will go imperial. (laughs) (laughs) Force the world to go imperial. Oh, um, man. Yeah. People will explode. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, and uh, and then the Aunt Crazy's house gets burgled. Yeah. And it's obvious what has been going on. Like, she, yep. she uh, well, Xenon is immediately on it. She's like, oh, fuck, it was Wyndham. Uh, clearly, mm. they came here and they were looking for something. And I guess they did not find that disc. Right. They just, you know, turned the place and <laughs> right. made a big old mess or whatever. And I find it funny, too, that they immediately assumed that they did it themselves. And in my head, I'm like, send a lackey. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, even Wyndham probably wouldn't send Lutz to break into I mean, a house. Like, you would fucking fall over and punch your hand through a window and kill yourself, you <laughs> idiot. I'm sending mercenaries. At this like, point, Wyndham doesn't know. Oh, Lutz, that's right. Lutz so Lutz must have done it himself. Yeah. Okay. I never even thought of that. That's true. Okay. And then Xenon goes with Gregory to his stable job. Yes. Uh, where she's terrified of the horse. Yes. Uh, I also, like, it was another case of, like, what did she, what does she expect? I don't understand where her point of view is coming from when he's like, oh, I'm going to go work at my job at the stables with the horses. Do you want to come? And she's like, eh, I don't think so. And then he walks away. And it takes so long that I thought he was long gone. And then <laughs> she says, wait, real horses? And then it cuts to a shot of him turning around. And I was like, he has to be like 20 feet away by now <laughs> with how long she waited to ask that question. But he just turns back and he's like, uh, yeah. And she goes with him. 
And I was like, what did she think he meant? Real horses instead of what the stables with fake horses that that are so common. I didn't understand what why that would ever be in question. Yeah, I mean, wait a minute. You mean a stable with real horses, right? Not ghost horses. Like, (laughs) no, yeah, the real ones. Like, okay, I've gotten tricked before. (laughs) I mean, I guess, but it's like you're on Earth. That's sort of the whole point. Is that this is the real version of all the shit you've only learned about before? Like, come on, kid. (laughs) <laughs> um, and then I loved the face she made when like he brings the horse out and walks it past her and she's all like terrified mm-hmm. and then she's like looking at them and then looks further into the stables when that second horse head pops out and like kind of like <laughs> and she just does this like <laughs> like she's like sort of almost about to cry but she just like runs out of the stable <laughs> I was like man if she was given a way better script and movie she probably could have killed as like a really good kid <laughs> comedian actress like that face was so killer of just like (laughs) scared a little grossed out yeah a little like just like like i don't want it to touch me like it was it was really good um have you looked into what she's doing at all yeah she's uh she's like a soap opera actress yes yeah for like a long time Mm -hmm. uh which is like cool and all and i read uh apparently when she was like five years old she told her parents that she wanted to star in a soap opera that's adorable and then just like she she did it and now she's in it and she's cool like all right cool whatever do your (laughs) thing man follow dreams yeah really uh, and then, <laughs> uh, and then I wrote, no one will be seated during the romantic horse brushing scene <laughs> where her and Gregory, uh, get somewhat romantic mm-hmm. over the brushing of a horse, yeah. uh, which was not something I expected <laughs> to see. Uh, and then they get on the horse. She, she says, I can't do this mistake major. And then the horse just sort of gently trots off. And it's like the safest, slowest horse ride I've ever seen. It's like, I get why she would be spooked, like not knowing what it would be like. But it was Mm -hmm. like, this is the gentlest horse in the world. You are in no danger. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. Um, And then she rolls up to the ocean. They like literally just like ride up to the ocean right there. I did not Mm -hmm. know exactly where they were. I didn't pay attention to like, I guess they're in what, L.A.-ish? California, something like that. I believe so. Yeah, I don't even remember them specifying where yeah. her aunt lives or where any of that stuff happens. But it was like they just like went around a corner and it was like, holy shit, the ocean. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> um, and yeah, and then that's the scene when they're eating and Mm-mm. she orders like everything in the world. Yeah. And uh, in the middle of the conversation, they sort of the, what was the clue? He says something and it like springs something into her mind and she's like, oh, I know what happened or like, I know what we have to do or something. I forget what he says, but she essentially just drags him out of the restaurant because they need to go do something. I think or she looks down and sees Lutz, doesn't she? And she's like, there's that guy. And then Gregory's like, who? And she's like, there's Lutz. He's right there. He's doing something. He's like, what are you talking about? (laughs) And she's like, we have to go. And she drags him out of the restaurant. And I'm like, oh, she absolutely forced him to dine and dash right now. Yeah. I mean, he said... Yeah, he said, uh, yeah, well, right, but they they clearly ran away, and there's no way that he was paying for that. Oh, yeah. Uh, (laughs) uh, And then uh, he reveals, I wrote, Dorcas here is a master hacker. Doesn't he, like, decrypt that communication tablet thing she has so that she can send messages back? Is that the scene? I'm forgetting. That's the other kid does that for her. Okay, well, he does something super hackery, and that's how they he find out that he gets into the Wyndham server. To oh yeah, and he's look like, at, like their like sales projections and right, and right, stuff. right. And she's like, "You got in there," and he's like, "Didn't even break a sweat." Yeah, I'm so fucking good at this. <laughs> uh, and they find out that like, wow, Wyndham doesn't even have the money mm-hmm. that he promised he would use to upkeep this space station. What the what? <laughs> and uh, so the you know the mystery deepens, and then she says, "I had an alpha time tonight," mm-hmm. and I was like, "That would end it for me. <laughs> that would be I'd be like, this is forever. So no, like I cannot. Like there's no way to break you of it, yeah. and so I just can't deal with this. <laughs> Sorry." Uh, and then her and uh, her and her friends all hang out, and they're trying to figure out what is uh, is going on with that disc. That mm-hmm. she that she realizes is like what the deal is like. Oh, he saw my earring, so this disc must be 
the thing he used in the room way mm. back when. And she's like piecing it all together. Yeah. Uh, this was the sequence where I wrote, why is Margie even there? She was there with all of them and she's just being a bitch and yeah. everyone else is helping Xenon and she's just there to like snipe at her. It's like, what? Just kick her out. <laughs> You're just at someone's house. Just yeah. don't let her in. Jesus. And then they discover that it is a computer virus that blows up your computer. Yeah. Uh, which is pretty hysterical the way that it like <laughs> that, that like animation of mm-hmm. the like virus popping out of an egg and then chewing through your computer. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ, man. These are old like what they thought computer viruses were, where it's so much like more like it's like, no, it just it shuts it down or it steals your shit. Yeah. It doesn't like dance at you like <laughs> <laughs> like what the what is this like this is super silly this, this ain't jurassic park yeah exactly <laughs> um and they discover that that virus has been put into the space station computer so it is going to essentially just like destroy it from the inside out mm-hmm. assumedly blow the whole thing to hell if it works the same way it did with that kid's laptop essentially yeah it'll it'll cause all of the servers and shit to melt down and not good um and so she gets in touch with her parents at some point and uh they're clueless dolts as usual (laughs) Uh, and it's so silly too because she's like it's gonna start shutting down the computers things are gonna start going crazy yeah they're like xenon you're just trying to make an excuse to come back home and then they hang up and they walk out in the hallway where all the lights are flickering and the space station is shaking and they're like man shit has been going crazy though how did she know yeah how did she know how fucked up it was no way those two things are related yeah moving on like you morons Mm -hmm. listen to her like i understand she's an idiot child but like when it lines up yeah suddenly yeah suddenly you have to be like hey wait a sec yeah because our computers have been running fine for 27 years yeah and then now all of a sudden they're going berserk and could kill us all Mm -hmm. (laughs) like yeah maybe take a look into these kinds of things (laughs) um so she's gonna ride with a cargo ship up to the space station to try to save it Mm -hmm. because obviously everything's going to hell and the the microbe is going to go up there and play a concert. So it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. If the space station is collapsing and microbe is up there, then not only do does everyone I ever know die, but also the band I love dies. Yeah. <laughs> so it just adds a little extra motivation, I guess. <laughs> um, and her and Gregory... Uh, have this really long, awkward kiss attempt scene mm-hmm. where they like try to kiss each other a couple times and like fuck up. Yeah, the first time they move too quick and bump their heads. Second yeah. time they try and Nebula calls. Then they get into that one kid's dad's car, mm-hmm. which is just a, a, a bug. Yep. Uh, which is also her aunt's car. Yeah. They like, like really overestimated the power of that vehicle. I guess. I mean, it just made me think like, what does this like everyone on Earth have a bug in the future? Is that what this is about? I don't get it. Why are there two of them? Uh, but they take that car and it automatic drives them where they want to go. Because mm-hmm. uh, it's the future. At least that um, is I mean, yeah, obtainable future. Definitely in grasp. And then, I don't remember, who said, I think Gregory said it, the most absurd line, the read my flapping lips. Yeah. Well, who was he talking to again? Because Margie. Margie. Oh, that's right. When he finally tells her, like, I don't like you. I never liked you. We were never going to date. You're a fucking weirdo. Stop talking to me. Yeah. He finally tells her off the way she should have a long time ago. Yeah. But yeah, the read my flapping lips is absurdity. <laughs> like, that didn't, it's the, like, it's, he, it doesn't seem like future speak. It just seems like something just a, only a weirdo would ever say. It was the best take, and he accidentally said fucking. And so they just ADR'd flapping yeah, over it. flapping to make it work. Uh, and then she's like, oh, but Xenon's leaving? Then I'm going to hitch a ride in the trunk because I got to see this. Yeah. And I wrote, oh, my God, Margie, just go home. Yeah. Clearly nobody wants you here. Like, now it's sad. Yeah. Before, when it seemed like nobody wanted you here, but nobody said it out loud, then you could maybe see, like, her being in denial about it. But it's mm-hmm. like, now you know. Nobody here likes you. Yeah. Stop hanging out with them. I'm sorry, but go home. <laughs> Uh, and then the cargo ship leaves without her, so they have to come up with a new plan, and it's like, oh, who's going to the space station? Rock Band Microbe! Mm-hmm. And she's the winner of the contest, so it gives her an in yep. to sneak aboard their ship, or at least try to find a way on, yeah. whether she has to sneak or not, to get on that ship, 
to go up and use the like antivirus code that her friend made yeah. to put it into the space station and save the day. Mm-hmm. This is where the plan kind of gets fully revealed as to exactly what Windham has put into motion. Yeah. <clears throat> and I literally could not believe it. <laughs> it is the craziest, <laughs> dumbest, clearly not going to work plan I've seen <laughs> in a long time. What do you mean clearly not going to work? It was working just fine until Xenon showed up. No, but it, it, it was never going to complete what he wanted it to do. Because essentially mm-hmm. the plan, no, 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 no. It, he was going to go to jail regardless because their rationale was absolutely ridiculous because my thoughts on it was like, okay, they're going to blow up this space station mm-hmm. as a way to cut losses, to just be like, fuck it, we're, we're, it's over. We never want to do it again. It's, you know, like maybe internally it's, you know, hemorrhaging money, but on the outside they just want it to seem like a disaster so that they can just cut all ties with it mm-hmm. and never do it again. But it turns out it's like, no, 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 it's not just about cutting ties. It's about collecting insurance money, Mm -hmm. insurance money that surely must be doled out by a like insurance company that has people who look into this kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like there's it's not just going to be like, oh, shit, your space station went down. Well, here's all your money. It's going to be like, gee. Who's the most likely to destroy this space station in order to collect the insurance money? And the mm-hmm. idea of like great smoke screens, sir, by bringing the most famous rock band on the planet to your space station to die in this tragedy <laughs> so that you are not only painted as possible insurance fraudsters, but also the villains who sent the fucking planet's favorite rock band to their death on your faulty space station. You know what I mean? Like if he was just there and did an inspection and was like, everything's great. In fact, send him up there. And then it's like, oh, also all of our systems failed. Everyone died, including the rock band. (laughs) Oh, whoopsie doodle. Like there's no just like, ah, what a bummer, Mr. Wyndham. Anyway, here's your money. Let's all just forget this ever happened. He would absolutely be investigated, found out, and sent to prison and be seen as like the biggest villain in the world for intentionally murdering. It'd be like intentionally murdering the Rolling Stones in your plan to make money and being like, no one's going to think I'm a bad guy. <laughs> like, everyone is going to think you're the worst person who has ever lived. Imagine sending sync to the moon and the base explodes. And there's just like, uh... Everyone's just cool with this, right? (laughs) Like, we're all sad, but nobody's blaming anybody, right? (laughs) Like, no. Everyone would be furious with you. You know? Like, it's the worst plan. Yeah. I couldn't believe that that was what it all came down to. And the fact that they were like, what a brilliant twist. Murdering a rock band. (laughs) Like, you're needlessly complicating it. And making yourself look even worse. See, my assumption was there's like extra insurances for that, for like the rock band being up there. And there's probably like life insurance policies that the company is named on because that's an actual thing that happens. I mean, which is disgusting. Yeah, I understand like what like the I understand where the money he thinks he's going to get is supposed to come from. I just don't understand how they think that they're gonna I mean, gonna like the, hold up to scrutiny. The bug is untraceable. How are they <clears throat> if like all I'm, of the systems fail randomly and sporadically and then like they I didn't mean, start the seem... moment that Wyndham left. But they had to, because that's what he put it in. Let's put it into the system and then they went home. So it literally, that's the moment well, that right, it would have started eating into their computer. Yeah, but the system failures take longer because of how big and complicated. Right, but but, but that's still a defining point I of know. like, he shows up, he leaves, and then shit goes haywire. Yeah, like, I mean, okay, I guess- Okay, maybe not the next hour, but if it's been running smoothly for 27 years, <laughs> and then it just sporadically completely fails- yeah. Like, it's not even like, oh, the lights went out for a week or like, you know, or, <laughs> you know, the, the gravity didn't work or something. Like, it's literally like everything fails. Everyone dies. Yeah. That's a catastrophe the likes of which we probably hadn't seen. 
You know what I mean? Like of that kind of thing of like a space station that full of people. Yeah. Like in in view of Earth, like people can see it. Like imagine the horror. Like imagine the fucking Challenger times a thousand. You know what I mean? Because it's yeah. just in the sky for everyone to watch just like explode in fireballs. Like that is a nightmare for Wyndham. Yeah. Um, so she goes up to the space station, obviously with the band, mm -hmm. they're all, uh, I mean, we don't really get to know any of the other people. We just get to know Protozoa, the lead singer mm -hmm. who is clearly hamming it up as like a rock star. Yeah. Uh, thankfully he's not too creepy with her. Like he seems like a, like a normal adult guy mm -hmm. who is like, Hey, you're a fan. Things are cool, but I'm not going to use it to be like all huggy on you. Like I'll give you a hug because mm -hmm. you wanted it. But I'm not like, come here, girl, hang out with me. Hey, he's just kind of like, look at you over there. Yeah, let's play poker. Yeah, you're pretty cool <laughs> sitting over there, nowhere near me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> seems we like a decent guy. Sit and talk. Yeah, let's just be people and let's let make sure nothing weird happens here. Yeah. Uh, and so they get there. The place is falling apart. Uh, I did kind of forget that like she gets on board and her aunt also <laughs> sneaks on board and wind him. And Lutz, yeah, all sneak on board the one that uh, on, on board the like the rock bands shuttle up to the thing, yeah. <laughs> uh, and so they go up to the ship. Things are falling apart. Aunt Crazy and the captain uh, fall in love mm -hmm. <laughs> because they're both lonely people, and they looked at each other for a second. Yeah, they stumbled into each other when <laughs> the ship rocked. And yeah, and they're like, "Oh, look at that." Well, I guess we're in love. Yep, and, love at first uh, sight. Just sort of tie that one off real quick. Yep. <laughs> Um, All she had to do was go to space. Yeah, really. And then Xenon gets locked up in the office because nobody believes her, despite the fact that everything is still crumbling around them, mm -hmm. and she is telling them why it's happening. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You'd think that they would do a little bit of something. Yeah. And also, it just seemed crazy because like the, the computer voice says that they're like 15 minutes from total failure. Yep. And everyone is still just kind of like, Xenon... You go sit in the office because you're being crazy. Yeah. It's like, you guys are 15 minutes from death. Mm -hmm. Like, not not just inconvenience. Yeah. Everyone's <laughs> dead. And you're just playing it like, oh, geez. There's Xenon again. Yeah, this little kid. <laughs> like, it was silly that they were so just sort of like chill yeah. about it. Um, And then things are, you know, really getting down to the wire uh, she's locked in the office, but she gets a hold of Nebula to come let her out mm -hmm. so that they can run to the main cabin area, the bridge or whatever, put in the code to stop the fucking virus from destroying everything. Because thankfully there's a countdown yes. <laughs> to when the virus will destroy enough of the space station to kill everybody. Yeah. And there's all the tension of Xenon putting in the wrong password a bunch of times, which was like... Was that just a case of her not remembering the password? Like, they gave her the password, and she's like, I'll remember it. And then yeah. she got there, and she was like, shit. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, it seems silly. Like, it wasn't a thing of, like, ah, oh, remember earlier in the movie when she had a hard time with the password? Like, oh, no. Will she overcome it? It really just seemed like she's got the password, right? Like, I told it to her. Like, does she remember it? <laughs> shit. Come on. We gave it to you. Like, oh, wait, right. X. There we go. Sorry, guys. Like one second away from fucking death. And she's just sort of like goofing around. Uh, but Xenon saves the day. Everything gets saved. The computer. I love the inflection yeah. that the computer gave where it was like everything failing. Like everything failing. And then it's like. System rehabilitated <laughs> like it was like oh that feels good like like it's it's feeling it while yeah. it's it's not just like system rehabilitated it's like oh oh how'd you like that we got rehabilitated here baby <laughs> like, like it's a fucking sexy like 70s radio dj or something <laughs> it's rehabilitated the sounds of casey and the sunshine band um and then the i love the fact that the captain like Xenon explains while she's putting this code in, mm -hmm. like, so we did this thing and we found the code and Lutz was doing it and Windham was clearly behind it and blah, blah, blah. And then she fixes it and everything's saved. So, like, that's all the proof anybody has at that moment. Yeah. Is the fact that this little girl came in. She did, in fact, save the day, mm -hmm. but she just told them a bunch of things. And then immediately 
Wyndham and Lutz are like in the doorway. They like come in to see like, oh, is everything okay? Are we not going to die? Because we were trapped here too and all that. Mm -hmm. And they all look at them and fucking Plank is just like, arrest those men. And they're just like, shit. All right, arrest us. You got us. Like, what? They put up no fight? They're like, why? What proof do you have? Little girl's word? Fuck you. Talk to my lawyer. Send me back to Earth. Like, no chance yeah those dudes go easily with that fucking no. space cop you know what i mean it's like you're not even fucking police what jurisdiction is this get the fuck out of my face i'm going home i'm a fucking billionaire i own this place yeah my security is gonna arrest me fuck you like it's so yeah. silly that he's just like fine i guess you got me but they had to tie things up really quickly so that we could see the whole performance mm -hmm. of that god-awful trash song. Mm -hmm. Holy crap. Future music is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> like, if this is the biggest hit on the radio at the time, wow. <laughs> and we have to watch the whole thing. Yep. <laughs> and Xenon... You know, is a nice kid and lets Nebula dance on stage instead of her because mm -hmm. she's like, oh, I've already saved everybody's lives today. Uh, and then I thought it was kind of hilarious that it seemed like they wrote this song for when they eventually go to space. You know, because like the whole the whole deal is that it's like we're the first rock band in space. We are like mm -hmm. this never happened before, and it's like, and it just so happens that our hit song talks about like aeronautics and fucking you know like space and shit and anti-gravity and all that kind of stuff maybe that's why they were chosen because I get, yeah i guess so but also it just also seems like they're just like the most famous band right then yeah uh but still it did seem like oh, did, are all of their songs space themed <laughs> or is or maybe is they're that all science song themed? no i was gonna say it's possible that they're all science themed but it's possible that that song isn't a hit on earth Maybe on Earth, everyone's mm. like, that one kind of sucked. Yeah. But they're in a space station. So space station-wise, that's a hit. That's the, the number one. The space station loves it. So, yeah, mm -hmm. they're all about that song. So they got up there, and they're like, we have to play it. Well, I know it sucks. Like, I know it's our worst song, but they fucking love it up here. So <laughs> we got to play it. <laughs> um, and then uh, a quick thought that I had, just mm. to end it on a, a nice ominous note <clears throat> because i was expecting some sort of resolution to this and they they kind of didn't even touch it at all but it's like everything's cool aunt crazy and the captain are all together <clears throat> xenon and her parents are friends raven simone's dancing on the stage everybody's partying to the band like bad guys are going to jail space station's fixed like literally everything is perfect like and we're done except for the shot of greg on yeah. that like thing where he's just kind of like yeah you guys look like you're having lots of fun up there without me <laughs> like he does not look psyched <laughs> for her at all like yeah. he's kind of like well this sucks yeah uh anyway but like everything is pretty much cool and then i thought to myself like who's funding the space station now yeah like he's wyndham's going to jail like you just arrested and cut off the i mean unless it's like whoever takes over his company who's underneath him yeah i that guess that was because like, it is would that funded person, by the Wyndham Corporation. Right. But would that person want to? Like, now you have a new person you have to deal with who might be like, you know what? I'm actually just shutting it all down. I well, don't give a shit. Lucky for you, there's Xenon the sequel. Which I will never see as long as I live. Uh, <laughs> God. But that was a long 97 minutes to me. It felt... A bit longer. I understand. Than, uh, than, I mean, it was about seven minutes longer than, <laughs> than the last movie, but it felt a lot longer. And I swear, I feel like it was that dialogue. Oh, the next boy, one's going to be so much better. I just could not get through that kind of stuff, man. I, it's a little too much. I promise the next one is better. <laughs> it will be not as ridiculous, still have a little bit of ridiculousness to it because that's what we're because doing this week. they all are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, no, they're not all like that. There are some not crazy ones, but that's not what we're doing this month. Uh, so next week is, it's like tied for first. The last two weeks of the month are, are tied for first for favorite Disney Channel original movie for me personally. So... I very much look forward to sharing them with you. 
Oh, show. It's so uh, exciting. (laughs) I think that's going to wrap it up for popcorn for dinner for this week, though. This is Jeff. And Callie. I can handle myself. I'm 13. (laughs) 